Thanks for tuning into the Tom Nicola podcast, the audio version of my written articles. Like my website, I don't load my content with advertisements, but I do want to mention a couple of things I personally offer. First, the Nicola newsletter. Each Thursday, I send out my latest blog post and a popular article from my archive, along with other valuable content I've come across the previous week. My subscribers love getting their newsletter because it contains more than my own articles. Of course, it's free. Just go to tomnicola.com slash subscribe. Second, when you're ready to get serious about your health and fitness and want an efficient and effective program to follow, join Vigor Training. You get access to all of my workout programs for just $29 per month. Learn more and join at tomnicola.com slash vigor. On to the article. How to make the best drip dark roast coffee. Though I'm not a barista, I do make a great cup of dark roast coffee. In the search for the best method for brewing dark roast coffee, we've tried a lot. We've brewed with Keurigs and Cuisinarts, French presses and pour overs. We even invested in a Mila countertop unit. We've tried hundreds of different types of brands and beans as well. Many we tolerated, some we tossed. A handful have made awesome cups of joe. This article is the result of much trial and error. And just to ward off the coffee naysayers, coffee is good for you. I have an article on that you can read or listen to. Of course, no matter how good for you it is, if it tastes bad, you're not going to want to drink it. To help you avoid suffering through drinking subpar coffee, I've outlined the best way to make dark roast coffee using a drip coffee maker. I've also highlighted the best dark roast beans and the best equipment for making great coffee. The best dark roast coffee beans. This tutorial will help you make excellent dark roast coffee. If you're looking for the best lighter medium roast beans, skip this section. Medium roast coffee is acidic and has floral or citrus flavors. To me, it tastes like someone tried to mix coffee and tea together. Yuck. Dark roast coffee isn't acidic or as acidic and usually has notes of dark chocolate. It's rich and smooth, and some dark roasts have a smoky flavor. When roasted just right, the coffee beans have a slight amount of oil on the surface. Roasted too long and the inside of your bag will be wet with coffee oil. Don't bother brewing that stuff. It'll taste terrible. On the other hand, some coffee makers label their beans as dark roast when they're actually medium roast. I can tell from the moment I peel open the bag. Medium roast beans are completely dry. I hate throwing coffee away and will always give it a try. But almost every time this has happened, we've thrown the coffee away after brewing the first pot. The following are six of our favorite dark roast coffee beans. I need to mention one more which isn't shown, as it's only a seasonal blend. Starbucks Christmas Blend. That's also one of our favorites. If you've never tried it, buy a bag when you can. You won't be disappointed. The best dark roast coffee. In the digital version of this article, I have Onyx Coffee Lab, their Eclipse beans, Atomic Coffee Roasters French Roast, City Girl Sumatra, Doma Superdank, Deathwish Coffee Company, 
their whole bean dark roast, and coffee cult dark roast. To make sure your beans stay fresh from the moment you open the bag until you brew the last of your beans, buy and use beans as close to the date as when they were roasted as possible. Store your coffee beans in a vacuum sealed container. I cover this more in the coffee equipment section. Avoid exposing the beans to excessive heat or sunlight. Buy whole beans and grind them yourself. The best coffee brewing equipment. To brew the best dark roast coffee, you'll need four pieces of equipment. One, a coffee storage container, two, digital scale, three, coffee grinder, and four, drip coffee maker. The best coffee storage container, the Airscape. Don't take this for granted. If you store your coffee beans in the bag they come in, a Ziploc bag or a cheap plastic container, don't do that. They'll lose their flavor too fast. Oxygen, humidity, and heat ruin your coffee beans. Contrary to what you might have heard, do not store your coffee beans in a Ziploc bag in the freezer. They should remain at room temperature and exposed to as little air as possible. That's where the airscape container comes in. After pouring your beans in the canister, you'll press down on the inner cover. As you do, the cover presses air out of the container, creating a vacuum. It's super slick. We love the Airscape so much that I recently had custom Vigor Training Airscape kilos made. Some of the Vigor Training members got their canister as a two-year Vigorversary loyalty gift. Since black coffee is the only pre-workout drink I recommend, it was quite fitting. Digital scale, reader's choice. If you want a perfect cup of coffee, measure your beans with precision. Order a digital scale that measures in ounces or grams. I don't have a recommendation as the perfect digital scale. Almost any will do, just get one. Best coffee grinder, Baratza Encore. We've used the Baratza Encore burr grinder for a few years now. It works as well as, as the day we got it. It's one of the highest rated entry-level burr grinders. The Baratza Encore is a conical burr grinder, not a blade grinder. Burr grinders pulverize the beans instead of cutting them up, which produces less heat and grinds the beans into a more consistent size. You can also adjust the grind size of the bean with just a turn of the dial. For example, on special occasions, I'll make a pour-over coffee instead of drip coffee. For a pour-over, I set the Encore at 14. For most drip coffee makers, you want it at a 20, which is a coarser grind. For our Mocha Master, which I discussed below, I've found 17 to be ideal. The size of your grind makes a big difference. The Encore has a range of 40 different grind sizes. If you make espresso, you'll switch it to a setting closer to one, the finest grind. You'd use a higher number for a coarser grind, like when making French press. The point is, the grinder is perfect for tinkering with different coffee brewing methods. The best drip coffee maker, Technivorm Mocha Master. Over our 16 years of marriage, we've owned and tried numerous coffee makers. I find coffee fascinating and have been on a constant quest to make the best coffee I could. In 2013, we moved to a brand new apartment in downtown Minneapolis. Vanessa got to pick out our furniture. I got to pick the coffee maker. 
I was cool with that because she's way better at decorating than me. We went to Williams-Sonoma, and I bought the Mila CM6350 fully automatic espresso machine. At $2,200, I thought it was going to be a coffee lover's dream come true. The next week was more of a nightmare. We went through three pounds of coffee in a single week. On top of that, we didn't make two cups of coffee that tasted alike. And after six days of frustration, we took it back to Williams-Sonoma. Fortunately, they gave us a refund. Leading up to the Mila purchase, I read numerous reviews about the Technivore Mocha Master, but thought that the coffee from a $300 coffee maker could never compare to that of a $2,200 coffee maker. I was wrong. We ordered the Mocha Master the day before we brought back the Mila, and it arrived a couple of days later. We fell in love with the first cup. I tinkered and tweaked with the grind and the amount of coffee until I arrived at the perfect recipe outlined below. We did veer away from the Mocha Master for a while. My mom got us a Hario V60 pour-over decanter. I brewed coffee with the pour-over for several months. Eventually, the novelty wore off and we went back to the Mocha Master. The pour-over coffee tasted great, but one pot didn't make enough coffee, so I had to make coffee twice a day instead of just once. The coffee got cold before we could get to the end of the pot because there's nothing heating it to keep it warm. And pour-overs require you to be there pouring water over the beans the whole time. I still do make a pour-over on occasion using the Hario V60 pour-over decanter, but the Mocha Master is what I use for our usual morning routine. What makes the Mocha Master so special? First designed in 1968, the Technivorm Mocha Master is the preferred brewer for testing coffee throughout the world. Its features make it stand apart from the competition year after year. First, it brews the coffee at a consistent temperature of 92 to 96 degrees Celsius. When you brew at temperatures hotter than that, coffee tastes scalded. When it's too cool, you don't get much flavor. Next, the coffee arm sprinkles water onto the coffee grounds like a pour over. The beans get soaked just enough to create a coffee bloom, which draws the right amount of flavor from the beans. Third, the shape of the brew basket keeps the water in contact with the coffee just long enough to maximize flavor. Once in the pot, the heating plate keeps the coffee between 80, degree, 80 and 85 degrees Celsius. Any plastic components are BPA, BPS, and BPF and phthalate free. It also comes in several different models with glass or thermal carafes and various pot sizes. You can get a model that brews a single cup or a commercial version for your office. We bought the Mocha Master KGB, which has a 10 cup glass carafe and a drip stop. So if you pull the pot out before it's completely done brewing, you won't spill coffee on your countertop. If you follow my wife, Vanessa, at Vanessa Ray, R-A-E, Romero, it should come as no surprise that we own the purple model. How to brew the perfect cup of dark roast coffee. Now that you know which beans to buy and what equipment is most important and effective, here's how to put it all together. The entire process takes about 8 to 10 minutes. It isn't as fast as making a cup with a Keurig, but the extra time will be well worth it. 
If you don't have all the equipment outlined above, I first recommend you order it. However, even if you don't, use what you have and follow the steps below for a much better cup of joe. 1. Measure your beans. 2.5 ounces of beans for 10 cups of coffee. A 10 cup pot of coffee in a Mocha Master is 42 ounces. So if you use a different coffee pot and one cup is equal to more than 4 ounces, adjust accordingly. If 2.5 ounces is perfect with 42 ounces of water, use 3.6 ounces of beans with 60 ounces of water. To make 8 cups of coffee in the Mocha Master, I use 2 ounces of beans. 2. Grind your beans. When you grind your beans, they produce static. The static causes the beans to cling to the grinder container. By letting them sit for a couple of minutes, the static goes away, making it easier to pour the beans into your filter. That's why grinding them comes before the next few steps. Remember, the size of the grind matters a lot. Be sure you grind according to your brewing method. 3. Add cold, filtered water to your coffee maker. Ice cold water makes better coffee. You'd think that wouldn't matter since the water gets heated up anyway, but it does. Ideally use filtered water, but not reverse osmosis water. Bad tasting water makes bad tasting coffee. So if you don't have a good filtered water, just buy some water from the grocery store and store it in the refrigerator. So it's cold when you're ready to make coffee. Put your filter in your brew basket. Of course, you might need to remove yesterday's coffee grounds and rinse out the brew basket. Dirty brew baskets and carafes make bad tasting coffee. A little side note that's not in my digital version of this, you can use your used coffee grounds as fertilizer for your garden or in your yard. We use either Melita or Mocha Master No. 4 coffee filters. Don't use a reusable coffee filter. Over time, it's almost impossible to get the old coffee taste off it. If you use a reusable filter and have to throw it away, that reusable filter will be in the landfill a lot longer than the paper filter you could have used instead. Number five, rinse and wipe out your coffee pot. Coffee oils get left behind when your coffee pot dries. It should be rinsed and wiped out each day. This was the main reason I chose the glass carafe version of the Mocha Master over the thermal carafe. The glass carafe is much easier to clean. Put the carafe in its place. Six, add your beans to the brew basket. It's almost go time. Add your beans and shake the brew basket gently, trying to get the beans evenly distributed in the basket. Add it back to your coffee maker. Number seven, press the start button. You're almost there. About 25 seconds after you start it up, you'll see the water bubbling. Six minutes later, you'll be able to pour your cup of coffee and take your first sip. Here's a glimpse of our coffee making process with our grandson Asher. He loves to make coffee for Grandma Vanessa as he did on this Valentine's Day video. You can watch that on the digital version of the article. Note, uh, many of the links included in this article are for specific products. When found on Amazon, I've used my Amazon affiliate links. If you click on the link and make a purchase, I may earn a small commission, perhaps enough to get a cup of dark roast coffee.